Hello, hello, my name is Andres and this is La Rocola del Rolo, the Latin jukebox, because music is a lovely universal language. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the first episode of the third season of the Latin Jukebox. Thank you very much for joining. I really appreciate it. This season will come with surprises and new things, so I really hope you enjoy them. If you like the show, kindly subscribe, rate, and review. That's always welcome. And if you want to talk about anything, just send me a message in Twitter at Rocola del Rolo. Today's shoutouts go to that damn podcast. These guys created a contest called the Indie Podcast Bracket Challenge, and that created a lot of interactions around the indie podcasters, such as the Latin Jukebox. Great initiative. Shout out. These guys have short episodes basically talking about everything in a fun way. Check them out. The second shout out goes to Next on Stage 1, hosted by Pixie and Mr. J from Denver, Colorado. They talk in their shows about nightlife and how struggling is the sex industry in a city like Denver. Nice podcast with entertaining episodes. Check it out as well. Today we're gonna have an interview to a defender of black and LGBTIQ plus communities. In this episode, we will find out about his life, his podcast, and the songs that he's identified the most with. And here we are introducing Aikim. Did I pronounce it correctly? Yes, you did. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We're with I Kim from Kimmy's Tea of the Day podcast. How are you today? I'm fa- I'm fantastic. How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah. Okay. Just jump in. Tell us a little bit about you, your podcast, what you do, where you're from. Mm. Thanks a little bit about you. Okay. Well, I'm I Kim, 33, from New York. I'm an assistant manager at a drugstore. And my podcast is about three years old now. So I've been knowing it for three years. It's called Chemistry of the Day. It's a mix of music, reviews, live TV, movies, um, the LGBT, the Black community, just different kind of conversations that need to be had that aren't had to help people deal with their emotions and deal with life. Very interesting and very sensitive topics because right now we live in a world where those things need to be talk with white gloves because it's very sensitive and it's very, very important to have that point of view from your perspective about what you've done with your podcast in terms of these communities that are visible minorities, just like me. I'm a visible minority as well because I'm Latin. So glad to have you here. Glad to have you on the show. And just to mention, I'm going to drink a little bit of orange juice while we have this great conversation. Okay, so you're 23? You said? 33. 33. Sounds good. And you've been working with the podcast three years. Yes. Okay. And how have you felt? What have you learned about this podcasting experience with all those sensitive topics around the Black community, LG, IBT community, very sensitive topics? Like, how has it been, like, received by the public? How do you feel about it? Um, I definitely feel great about it, of course. For me, is getting my podcast out more visible like of course this will be amongst friends and people that I know kind of thing but trying to get it through the masses so everyone can really take a dive and take a listen to 
all of the different topics that are had, all of the different conversations that are had. And I definitely feel like I had a lot of topics, a lot of um, great details and information and scenarios that would help the conversations keep on being pushed. Perfect. Yeah. And again, like, I'm glad that you speak out of your own experience and you speak out to defend visible minorities. And I'm pretty sure your voice is being heard. And I'm pretty sure we stand for our communities in a very proud and positive way. So that's very cool. And that's very, very encouraging for all the visible minorities around us. So yeah, thank you. We've been talking about some songs. Yes. In the beginning, you were thinking about 10 albums and I was like, oh my God, we're going to need like 30 hours to record 10 albums. <laughs> But what we did, instead of doing 10 albums, we picked 10 songs. So yes. we picked the 10 songs that are most important to you. No surprising, all of them are coming from the Black community, which is very, very awesome because all these artists that are going to be played in this episode are making the community proud, are going to making the community bigger, and is encouraging more people to do things like this. So I'm very, very positive about these songs that we're going to listen tonight, that we're going to talk about tonight, because these songs are awesome. And yeah, you're just going to tell us a little bit about them. So the first one is... Of course, it has to be from a very, very mm. outstanding person in the scene around the music. And it's Beyonce. Beyonce yes. knows, right? It's Jay-Z's partner. And well, she came with this album called Dangerously in Love. And out of that album, that's the song that put the name on the album, Dangerously in Love. So talk a little bit about that one. Why did you pick it? Why is it important to you? Um... Kind of start off, like, Beyonce is definitely my best favorite artist. Top one. I have, like, three or four different favorite artists, but she's definitely the top one. So going back to her early careers, like, right out there, right out of Jesse Child, but within Jesse Child, um, Dangerous Love and Love just really touched me. And it really just showed me her versatility, her, her vocals, and how immaculate they really are. And for me, like, that has to definitely be, like, my wedding song. Like, I see myself walking down the aisle to that. Like, that, that's a must for me. It's just so important. It's just so lovely. It just puts me in a trance every time I listen to it. And it just makes me feel so in love. Very, very interesting. And yes. I also see that your left arm has a Beyonce tattoo. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Very cool. Awesome. Hmm. When did you make it? Was it a long time ago? I, I got that probably six, seven years ago. Very nice. Very nice. Because when you tattoo something is because that's something you really want to make part of it. That thing that you tattoo is part of your life, part of your body, part of your soul and part of your everything. So speaking of that, I think Beyonce is almost like a goddess to you, like in a musical and in a very entertaining way. And it's an example to set for other communities as well. Who's my son? 
thank you for that. And we need to keep talking about Beyonce because Beyonce is <laughs> a great artist. And I'm going to say probably half of this show is going to be related to Beyonce in different ways. So let's talk a little bit about Speechless. Speechless is just, I feel like that's one of, for me, the most sexiest songs I've ever heard. And it was just so simple, so simplistic, but it was the growls for me. It was the runs for me. It was just the emotion that she put into it, where it just made you feel like you were that man. Like you was that person that she was talking to. You were that person that she was waiting for. You were that person who made her speechless. And I feel like for everyone, everyone wants that in life. Everyone wants to have that moment where they feel like they're speechless, like they're the only one kind of thing. Yeah, fair, fair. And I agree with that. We always need that person that makes us feel speechless. So very nice song. If our podcasting peeps haven't heard it, I really encourage you to take a listen to it. It's really cool. Yeah, the next song we have here, again, is Beyonce involved, but this time with her previous team, The Destiny's Child, with Kelly Rowland and Michelle, right? Yes, and let's not forget the Tavia Ellen Tavia, because that is the whole Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. It's Destiny's Child at its most. So Destiny's Child brings this song, and it's probably the song I don't remember very well because that was a while ago. But I think this was one of the songs that put Destiny's Child in the top of the charts. And this is Say My Name. What can mm-hmm. you tell us about Say My Name? Yeah, Say My Name definitely was the epitome of a pop song. It was an epitome of a classic song. It was it's definitely one of their biggest songs to date. It's just amazing. And it was the vocals. It was the music video, even though there was a lot of drama behind the song. But yeah, because during that time is when the old members, of course, Tavia and Natalia were not involved with the video. And then that's when Michelle and Frera came in to replace them. Oh, they didn't know that. That's That's, very interesting. That's why why the video was kind of simple. Where it wasn't so outlandish or anything like that. It was just the posing aspect because we didn't have enough time to really do anything else yeah like to put it there right Mm -hmm. very interesting wow Good to know. And yeah, well, of course, you guys all know that Destiny's Child is the band where Beyoncé comes from, right? So after this, we have Good To Me from Mary Mary. To me, that's one of the songs that I didn't have a lot in my radar. But of course, if you picked it, it must mean something to you. So let's talk a little bit about that one from Mary Mary, from the song. 
your own perspective, from your own experience? Um, good to me was definitely a song preaching Dusty Child. That's one of the reasons why I liked it originally. But I fell in love with Mary Mary through the song. Mm. So they gave me a perspective of who Mary Mary really, really was. And it was just amazing to see two girl groups come together in that way, especially gospel group and then a R&B group and how well they matched, how well the vocals was on point, how well your songwriting ability was. Like, I really felt like I was definitely, I, I, I guess they talked to a perspective of where you don't have much money kind of thing, but regardless of the amount of money you have or not have, as long as you have love, as long as you're good to you, God will be good to you kind of thing. As long as you know your worth, you know your respect, you know you're kind to people, then regardless of the money aspect, he has you. Great. Yeah, definitely. And that's a really good song to hear as well. Thank you very much for putting this song into our listeners' radar because I'm pretty sure most of them don't have it like at the top of their heads. But now they do. Our next one is from another very known and very popular artist. She represents, again, the Black community, and she represents a lot the LGBT community as well in a lot of ways. I'm talking about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is an artist. Like, obviously, you've heard songs from her, Starships. Like, there's a lot of songs uh, around her. But this time, we're going to hear a little bit about Pills and Potions. Why is that so important to you? What can you tell us about it? This song, for me, it definitely shaped the way I listen to her and I listen to music in general. But definitely how vulnerable she was. Just how relatable and how you can relate the scenarios and the situations that she's talked about in there. Like how people are only using when you're beneficial. So if you don't benefit them at that time, they're not going to deal with you. They're not going to fuck with you. Just how ungrateful people can be. Just how... She correlates her own drug use or drug use at that time for her own reasons, but then metaphorically use it, use a drug reference for this life in general. Yeah, very interesting. It speaks a lot about all these kind of people that are not nice to you, that are the people that are probably mean. It's a very sensitive song as well. So Nicki Minaj, pills and potions. Yo, they could never make me hate you Even though what you was doing wasn't tasteful Even though you out here looking so ungrateful I'ma keep it moving, be classy and graceful I told them it's no friends in the game You ain't learned that yet All the bridges you came over don't burn that yet Cause they want respect, but they didn't earn that yet Self-righteous and entitled, but they swearing on the Bible That they love you and really they no different from all your rivals But I still don't wish death on them I just reflect after hearing a little bit of Nicki Minaj, we have another song that to me, it was not in my radar, but after listening to it, I now got it at the top of my head. It's from a band called SWB. So SWB brings this song, Week, and well, probably an important song for you because of what? What can you tell us about it? Week for me is the vocal epitome of a girl group. The vocals are just out of this world. The song is just so, it's so simple, but so 
have so much depth to it, which is weird because it's like, how can you be simple but then you have so much depth? It's just it's so many layers to the song, but it's written so simply. And anyone can relate to it. Anyone has that person that just makes them weak. And hmm. for me, especially listening to it, listening to it at, in like the last five, ten years, it was definitely my ex at the time. And it definitely gives me a emotional connotation when I listen to it. And it puts me in a trance where it's like, you wouldn't want that love back. You wouldn't want a fathom of not necessarily that love, but a love like that back that would make you weak. That would literally make you lose all inhibitions into that person. Very interesting. Very cool song to hear. So if you guys haven't heard it, I encourage you to go and listen to this wonderful song, Weak by SWB. After hearing a little bit of SWB, we go to another very important artist in the R&B rap hip hop scene. And this is Nas, N-A-S. This is a very strong artist in the community. So what can you tell us about this wonderful song, Rewind? For me, Nas is a, a complete goat. He doesn't get the credit that he deserves because he's mm. not, I guess, mainstream per se. But mm. his rapping ability and his storytelling ability has never been not, has never been touched or matched. And for me, especially this song, you feel like you're in a story. You feel like when he goes back, it's just it's, it's the fact of when a rapper raps. It's hard to it's hard to even do that. It's hard to find it. It's hard to find your your cadence, your flows, your metaphors, everything, right? But then think about you rapping that backward. You rapping the story. And reverse. And you still understand exactly what happened. It's just amazing to me. Yeah, I think Nas is one of those artists that deserve a little bit more of recognition from the world because he's been popular because of a couple songs, a couple collaborations, but I'm pretty sure he's done wonderful things around. So he deserves a little bit more of exposure into the world than the one that he actually has, right? So thank you for bringing Nas to the show. Listen up, gangsters and honeys, with your hair done. Pull up a chair, hun, and put it in the air, son. Dog, whatever they call you, God, just listen. I spit a story backwards, it starts at the ending. The bullet goes back in the gun. The bullet holes closing his chest of a nigga. Now he back to square one, screaming, shoot, don't please. I put my fifth back on my hip. It's like a VCR rewinding the hit. He put his hands back on his bitch. My caravan doors open up. I jump back in the van and close the shut. Go in reverse, slowly prepare. My nigga jungle others out. And here we go with... Another one of those songs that I'd say really cool to hear, really good to know that it exists because I like to learn a lot about songs, a lot about artists. So these kind of songs really opens my mind and puts more artists into my head, right? So Don't Make It Harder On Me is one of those songs by Chloe and Halle. It's new to me and it's great to know these kind of artists because, again, I feel like there are very good songs out there that we've never heard. But of course, after you putting it right here, it's good for me to, to listen to it. So what can you tell us about that song? Why is it important? And yeah, tell us a little bit about it. Um, don't make it harder on me. 
is from the Ungali Hour, which is to me the best album that came out of 2020. And these are artists that you should definitely look out for, especially them separately and them together. They are some something special, something we haven't seen in a while, and they're definitely superstars in the making. But for this song, once I heard it, <clears throat> it gave me an old school vibe. It gave me like a 90s vibe. Hmm. And just how this song on the song was really just out of this world. To me, like, this is definitely top top five, top ten vocal songs within the last ten years. And it's just the words that they put, like, don't make it harder on me. Um, Basically, they're telling a story of you're with someone new, but now your ex wants you back. So it's like, don't make it harder on me because you're going to try to make me choose, and it's not going to be you. Like, you can't put me in this predicament of making me make that choice. It's not fair. Totally. That's very important to know. And I like it when songs kind of, like, speak by themselves and put some message into your heart, into your soul. And I think this is one of those songs. So very good to hear it. Very good that you bring it to the episode. So don't make it harder on me. After hearing this song, we have another song that is really, really cool to hear. And I encourage you guys to take a listen to it. This song is called Always. And it's from Kirk Franklin. Am I correct? Is that the, yes. the name of the guy? Kirk Franklin. Yes. So why is this song important to you? What can you tell us about it? Well, I grew up in church. So with me growing up in church, of course, I was around a lot of gospel artists and gospel singing going around. So with this song in particular, I believe it came out in the early 2000s. And from the first initial listen, I fell in love with it. It puts me in a, a trance, in a space where it's like, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry about the day-to-day, -day, the hustle and bustle, the stress. Well, I'm just giving myself to him. I'm just giving myself to God. I'm just relieving all of this worldly stress that we put ourselves through and every time i listen to it it just gives me life it gives me calmness very cool and when you have okay first thing first when you have god in your heart and in your mind things go smoothly but when it comes from a perspective of a visible minority like us it's taken in a different way different acceptances different ways to take a look at it so it's always good to have songs like this that makes you understand that you need that love from above and you need that understanding so great that you bring that to us and it's good to hear a gospel song because i think this is the first gospel song that we play in the latin jukebox but oh really i, I think so, so. Now you, so now you got two i mean i like gospel songs and i have a few in my mind but out of all the songs that we've played i think this mm -hmm. is the first one but so that no, makes it's me good think, to me too yeah yeah we're no, no. Mary, mary no we're mary mary so you have two. Oh yeah for sure now i have two with mary mary of course what that means is that maybe one of these days i'm gonna make an episode about gospel songs very important ones and it's very good to have these kind of songs around thank you for that Someone whose love is real Who cares about the way I feel 
And last but not least, we're going to talk a little bit about Sleep Like a Baby from K. Michelle. Why is this song important? Mm. What can you tell us about it? So K. Michelle is my other favorite artist. That's my baby. Um, Sleep Like a Baby came out and a very hard time in my life. I was dealing with a lot of stuff in my relationship. And Sleep Like a Baby is her telling her man, like, it's crazy how I'm breaking down inside. I'm crying. I'm revengeful. I'm hurting. I'm bleeding, basically. And you just want to sleep like nothing happened. You put me through all this how, all this turmoil, but you're just able to sleep like nothing happened. Like you didn't do anything. How? Wow. Very curious. Very interesting song. If you guys haven't heard it, I encourage you to listen to it. Very interesting song. Very cool to hear. And it's very interesting because all of these songs, they relate to a community. They relate to how pop, R&B, hip hop, gospel, they are all genres that include different kinds of communities. And it's good to know how important these kind of artists and these kind of songs are from different people like you, like me, like all the people around the podcasting scene and, and the people that listen to us, right? So thank you very much. Those are the 10 songs, 10 songs that represent you, 10 songs that if you hear them, they're going to know a lot about you, 10 songs that if you hear them, you're going to see what iKim is about. So I encourage you guys to go to Kimi's Tea of the Day and listen to him for a bit. He has a lot of things to say, and I've had the chance to go through his episodes. And I really think that he has great ideas. He has a very open mind and he has a very interesting way to speak out and to say the things. So it's always good to have you on the show. You are always welcome here. I appreciate you had the chance and you had this opportunity to book a Saturday because I know Saturdays are not probably easy. But for the people out there, the people that don't know Kimmy's Tea of the Day, where can they find you? Like, what are the platforms or websites or how can people find you on the internet? Well, first off, thank you for having me. Definitely my website. So www.kimiceofthedave.com, official, official podcast website where you can do audio, um, voice note, you can rate me, you can comment me, you can leave your email address, whatever you feel comfortable doing, you can do it on there. I'm hosted on Anchor, so www.anchor.com slash fm slash I came dot um I think slash Blake, if I'm not mistaken. Um on Facebook, I came um I came holder or Kimi T of the Day. And then I'm on Instagram, Kimi Holder, and that's where you can find me. Well, perfect, perfect. A lot of ways to oh. find you there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tell me. Sorry. And I'm on every pretty much on every streaming platform. So if you just type in KMC of the day or on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Pod Nation, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you would be able to find me. Perfect. That's very cool. Very interesting. And once again, 
my pleasure having you on the show because I'm pretty sure we need to speak out. Not only, I know the name of the show is The Latin Jukebox, but it's not necessarily about things in Spanish. It's about visible minorities. It's about what people have to say. It's about how things can be heard from different points of view and different perspectives. So I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you very much for that. And yeah, that's what I have for today. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Let's leave them with one question. Yeah, So sure. what do you feel or who do you feel is the superstar of this generation? Wow. Superstar of this generation? <clears throat> That is a very important question. It's subjective because, you know, when it comes to music, music is art and art can be seen in different perspectives. To me, an artist needs to be integral, needs to be an example, needs to set an example for all the communities, for children, for all the countries, for all the people around the world. So to me, an icon, and I'm talking about a Latin perspective, about a Colombian perspective, I think Shakira is a very good superstar, a very good example, and a very integral person around the music nowadays. She does ballads, she does pop, she does rap, hip-hop, R&B. She sings in Spanish. She sings in English. She sings in French. And she has a um, Lebanese heritage. So she is one of those artists that to me are an example to the upcoming generations and to the music around, if that answers the question. Shakira <laughs> yeah, is definitely an amazing artist. It's a good artist. Yeah, it's a good artist. Yeah, thank you very much for that question. That's actually one question that wasn't prepared or wasn't planned. It just came out of your mind. And, and yeah, that's what I think right now. But yeah, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. And if you have any questions, just always feel free to reach out. Feel free to come. And you never know, maybe we can team up again in the future to keep talking about music, to keep talking about some other songs that might be important to you. Because as I said in the beginning, There were 10 albums there. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of music that talks about you. So glad to have you. Thank you very much, Hakim, for coming by, for showing us a little bit of you, a little bit about the human being and all your podcasts, what you're talking about, what you defend and what you're proud of. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a thousand times. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Talk to you, nah, nah. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't one in game. Say my name, say my name. You acting kind of shady. Ain't calling me baby. Why the sudden change? Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. You ain't one in game. Say my name, say my name. You acting kind of shady. Ain't calling me baby. Better say my name.